Hi, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of the Substance of Choice podcast. My name is Tara, and I'm so excited to be sitting down and recording this today. Um, Well, actually, not today. Okay, well, launch day. If you're watching this on launch day, it's September 15th of 2023. I will currently on that day be on this day be on a plane from Canada to Spain um but today September 15th I'm recording this in August but I'm assuming I'll make it there if I post it uh today September 15th of 2023 I will officially be 10 whole years sober which is just so mind-boggling for a couple reasons one that 10 years have even gone by in the first place like I got sober when I was 21 and I remember thinking like, oh my God, like a year is going to take forever to go by and two years, five years, like I'm never going to make it to these milestones. And I'm 31 now and I'm married. I live in a different country. (laughs) My life is so different. I just can't even believe that 10 years has passed in the first place. Um, But secondly, I'm just feeling, even though I'm like nine months and like a couple days out, I, um, I'm just feeling extremely humbled and extremely grateful for the life I have been able to build because of my sobriety. And, you know, throughout the whole time that I've been sober, I got sober when I was 21, like I said earlier, and I've lived my entire 20s sober. I've lived through, you know, a marriage sober, like I'm still married, but like my marriage has been sober. My twenties have been sober. My young adult life has been completely sober. And the question that I get asked most often by people who are sober curious or thinking about getting sober or who are sober and who are struggling, they ask me, like, how'd you do it? Like, how did you do that? How, what do you do? Like, how do you do that? How are you able to build a life from such a young age, from when you're 20 and you're young 20s and then able to, like, move forward and, like, build everything? Like, how are you able to do that and be happy? Because I remember so specifically when I first got sober, that like I was 21 and I was looking ahead. And, you know, if you live like, let's say an average, like a human lives a hundred years. So I was looking at like the next 79 years ahead of me, like next 80 years. And I was going to, I was thinking like, I have to be sober this entire time. How is that possible? (laughs) Like, how am I going to live 80 whole years of my life sober? Like I can barely put 24 hours together sober. How am I supposed to do that for 80 whole years? And that thought was so daunting. And, you know, no matter what age you get sober at, that thought is so daunting. Like, how am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Because, you know, sobriety at first, it feels kind of like a lifelong prison sentence of not having any fun, always missing out, never feeling fully included. And you're like losing things and I'm not able to do stuff because I'm not drinking. And like, you think you're losing out on so much and, you know, you'll never get to go to Europe and, you know, drink wine and eat cheese in Paris and you'll never go to Vegas and be able to party and do all those crazy things. And, you just look ahead, like, what are you going to do on your wedding? Like, how are you going to be able to like toast at your wedding? Like, how how are you going to be able to enjoy yourself if you're not drinking? Like, how do you live life sober? How do you build a sober life? And that's essentially why I'm here. And it's not that I have some secret formula. I don't have, you know, the, the, the magic answer to it all. I've just found a way that, you know, has worked for me for 
almost a decade now. That's really why I wanted to make this podcast. Um, We are called, we, it's me. (laughs) I've named this podcast the Substance of Choice podcast. And I mean that in a couple different ways. I am an alcoholic through and through. And my substance of choice was alcohol. It was, you know, weed, it was pills. It was super inappropriate relationships at times. It was it was eating disorders, you know, it was, it was, it was all these bad things and things that did not serve me, the things I was ingesting, the things I was doing to myself, the things that I was using to fill some kind of void in me. That was my substance of choice back in the day. And now, you know, my substance of choice looks entirely different. You know, my substance of choice today is a million and one different things that build up my life. Whether it be, you know, my job or, you know, my marriage, my house, my, like anything that I add to my life now, you know, my friends, my hobbies, like everything, everything in my life has substance. Everything in my life has purpose. And I really feel like that's the reason that I've been able to be sober for so long is because I have found substance Once I quit my substance of choice, I was able to find substance in everyday little things. And all of that has built up, you know, nine plus year, almost 10, well, if you're listening today, 10 years of sobriety. And the other way that I mean it is, you know, my substance of choice was alcohol. I am an alcoholic and, you know, I would not be remotely who I am if I had not learned those lessons, if I had not gone through those hard times, if I hadn't had that experience in life. I'll say, I'll talk about this on another episode as well. Like I'm so grateful for my alcoholism and like my whole experience. And even though it was terrible and I hurt people and I hurt myself and, you know, it was really, really, really bad back then. But like, no matter that, I would not be here. I would not be the same person. I would not be in the same marriage. I would not be accountable for, for my actions. I am just so t- completely humbled and completely grateful for my experience as an alcoholic and for my alcoholism and for who I am and for the peace that I have and the happiness that I have today because of all of my struggles back then. If you follow me on social media, you might know that I have another podcast called Alcoholisms with my dad, who is also an alcoholic. Season two is coming out soon. He's just in the middle of moving. So we're recording like whenever he gets settled. Um, but we have that podcast about alcoholism and, you know, specific topics related to our like specific experience in alcoholism and his experience and my experience and the dad daughter dynamic and like the family dynamic and, you know, just the the young dynamic and like the older dynamic and like our stories are so vastly different. And, you know, I think that conversation is important as well, but I really, it was really important to me to make more of a woman's focused podcast in sobriety because, you know, even though my dad and I are both alcoholic and, you know, we share a lot of qualities in our story, we're also vastly different. And I feel like the, the woman's journey versus the man's journey through this and through, you know, recovery in general, not even alcoholism, but just like if you're quitting drinking, they look vastly different. And there are a million and one podcasts out there. There are a million and one stories out there about recovery and being sober. And I really just wanted to be another tool in someone's arsenal of fighting this because quitting drinking really is a fight. It's a fight with yourself. It's a fight with, you know, your friend group and your family maybe. And, you know, just the the culture that we live in today, like being sober When you grow up, being sober like really isn't an option. Like you just grow up seeing everyone drink and you assume like that's what you're just going to do. Like that's what life is just going to look like. You're just going to be a drinker like everyone else because it's so normalized. 
So when you quit drinking and you realize that the mold of how our culture is today doesn't fit you, it's a struggle and it's really hard. And I remember feeling so isolated and so terrified. And I just really didn't think I would make it. I really didn't think that I would ever find happiness. I thought that I would always feel like I was missing out. And I never, I just never envisioned a life for myself that could be empowered and powerful and fulfilling in the way that my life is now. And, you know, I truly don't believe that my life would be as empowered as as it is today if I had kept drinking because sobriety is just, is like, (laughs) I don't mean to be like one of those people who are like, oh my God, like sobriety is magical, but like it really is. I love my sobriety. It has, it has given me strength and purpose in ways that were just not possible as a drinker. And it has opened my eyes to the world in a way that, you know, I'm so thankful to have. Like the lenses that I look through at the world now, I would not trade that for a night out on the town, you know, waking up hungover, feeling gross, remorseful, disgusting. And I wouldn't trade it. It's just not worth it. So Again, like I just wanted to be here and share my experience with, you know, drinking and alcoholism and sobriety and recovery. I wanted to just be another voice in the millions of voices that are already out there because it is so important that you feel empowered in your own journey. And if there's anything that I can say that could make your journey just a tiny bit easier, then I'm here for it. Like, I'm here to say it. I had mentioned in the beginning of the episode that, you know, I was really worried about going to France and going to Vegas and having my wedding completely sober. And I can honestly sit here and tell you that I have experienced each of those events sober. And there was not a single moment that I wish that I could have drank during any of them. I remember specifically, we went to France for a honeymoon and we were sitting in this like beautiful little Parisian hole in the wall cafe in the middle of Paris at like 8 PM and there's no air conditioning and it's hot. And like, I have this beautiful steak and he has like steak, uh, steak tartare. I don't remember what he had, but like he, he was having like a little rosé and you know, Back in the day, I would have felt like, oh my God, I'm missing out on this experience. I can't drink the rosé. Like my life is over. But I was sitting there and I just felt so incredibly happy. And there, like, I didn't even for a second wish that, you know, the Sprite that I had or whatever soft drink that I had was that rosé. And I really never thought that I was going to get there. And the same, you know, same for Vegas. Like I went to Vegas completely sober. I had my wedding completely sober. Um, My husband and I, um, (laughs) I had, um, I had Topo Chico for the night. And because he loves and supports me so deeply, he drank Coke, glass Cokes all night. And that's what we toasted with. We toasted with the Topo Chico and a Coke. And, you know, it didn't make our experience any less of an experience because we weren't drinking. And I didn't feel like even though everyone else at the wedding was drinking, I didn't feel like I was missing out. I had the time of my life. Um, But all that to say that, you know, I've gone through a decade worth of milestones. I have experienced so much in my sobriety. I've had really, really incredible highs and really deep lows within my sobriety. Like it's not all, it's not all easy. Like just because you get sober doesn't mean your life automatically turns into this good, happy thing. You have 
to work. You have to put in so much work. There is so much healing involved. I don't mean to scare you because it kind of is a daunting experience. Sobriety is the best and hardest and the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's It was not easy and it was not an easy journey to get here at all. A, a decade has gone by slow at times, but I wouldn't trade it. I, wouldn't, I would not trade. I would not. I would not trade what I have now to be able to drink again. There's just no room in my life for that. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine that. I can't, I really can't even imagine it. Um, so that's why I'm here. That's why I'm creating this podcast is for everyone who is struggling or is curious or needs reassurance or needs a how-to or needs some kind of inspiration or like whatever you need. I'm here to offer it because in the beginning of my journey 10 years ago, social media sobriety was not a thing. And I had to figure out a lot for myself. And thankfully, you know, there's so much help out there just on social media, just on Instagram, just on TikTok. Like there's so many resources out there. And again, I really just want to be another tool in someone's little toolkit and someone's little sobriety toolkit. Like that's, that's all I want. So, um, this is my little intro episode, and I'm so excited for y'all to be here. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to get to know you. Um, you can listen to this podcast on all streaming platforms, and if you want to watch on YouTube, hi, YouTube friends, um, there's a video that goes along with this as well. So um, you can find all of that information on my Instagram account, which is at hello, I am Tara, which is right here on the screen. Um, my TikTok is the exact same. Um, my threads is the exact same. So all my social media is the same. If you want to find me on there, I'll be posting and I would love, love, love to take questions. If you have a specific question in sobriety that you want answered, a how to, a question, advice, anything, anything you want to know, I am an open book. Just let me know and I'll be recording that episode for you. So it was so nice to e-meet everybody and I can't wait to record and get more into these episodes. So I will see y'all next time. I hope you have a fantastic day. And thank you if you're here on launch day for being here to help me celebrate my 10 years of sobriety. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, and a lot of it is due to, you know, people that I've met online and just how normalized sobriety is now. So it's not even me. Like it's it's thanks to the men and women who have walked before me, who have been inspiration to me this whole time. So thank you for being sober out there watching, like specifically you, because it genuinely helps. It helps me. It helps everyone around you. And you might not have any idea, but your sobriety is doing something in someone else's life. So all we can do is share our stories and hope it helps. So I will see you on the next one. Bye.